Good morning. My name is Bill Sullivan. I'm the vice president for Denodo here in uh, Washington, D.C., with responsibility for the federal government business. I have the privilege today of speaking with Justin Marsico, the chief data officer for the uh, U.S. federal government uh, Bureau of Fiscal Service within the uh, Department of Treasury. It's a particularly critical agency for both for the government and for our country. Uh, Justin, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here on CDO Magazine uh, discussion. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here, Bill. It's a real privilege. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So what do you do? This that, That's a hot button. You, you referenced uh, ensuring data integrity. Um, do you have any approaches that you, you like to use that you think are successful uh, in ensuring that the integrity of the data that you're using there at Treasury and the Bureau of Fiscal Service? Yeah, I mean, we have we have a whole host of uh, of different ways that we try to ensure um, that there's integrity in the data. Um, our data is largely data that we that we're collecting from agencies um, at any given amount of time. So agencies have their own financial systems, which they record transactions in, um, and then they report information to us on a regular cadence about like what's going on in those those financial systems. We have that type of data. Um, we also have data because we are the last step for most federal agencies in making payments um, or collecting revenue. We can actually see the cash in, cash out um, in our own systems. So basically what we do at the fiscal service is we try to take those types of, of information and, and put them together to get a picture of what the federal government is doing. But the key point to answer your question about data integrity is when we're collecting data from agencies, we need to be excruciatingly clear about what the uh, the rules are for the data, for the data elements, um, and to have checks in place, validation rules or edits um, that let those agencies know if there's a problem with what they're submitting so that they can address it um, before it ends up in our system causing other issues. So that's like one thing, just you know, being very clear, or two things, being very clear with what the rules are, well-documented, um, making sure that we have good validations in place. And then I would say the, the third thing that I'll say, um, and last, uh, even though there's many more I could say, is having active relationships and communities with all of the people who send us information is right. really important. Agency has its own unique circumstance. Um, you can imagine the difference between uh, an agency like the Air Force um, or the State Department and the Department of the of Agriculture. Um, there's a lot of diversity um, in terms of like the mission and the way that um, that agencies are going about executing that. And so bringing all those people together on a regular basis and talking to them about their data, about their financial information is key so that we can understand where we need to be collecting more information, collecting uh, fewer uh, data elements if, if that's necessary, deriving things from um, a different source or changing what our rules are so that we all get to an outcome that we can stand behind. Perfect. That's fascinating. It's, it's a gigantic integration issue. I know you can't endorse any products. Uh, I'm just curious if you wanted to highlight any uh, any particular technologies. I'm sure you know each of the agencies with whom you interact all have their own cloud instantiations. You probably have your own. 
uh, any technology you'd like to highlight that either is particularly interesting or critical to you or that you're you're looking at adopting in the future? We do use a lot of technology um, <laughs> to make all of this uh, to make all of this happen um, just uh, across the, the the landscape of all of the things that, that I was just uh, talking about. I'll, I'll talk about a project that we're um, that we're doing internally. Um, to kind of reduce the the scope to a more manageable um, amount uh, of technology to talk about. One of the projects I've been working on over the last year is trying to take data that we have internally just on our own operations to make it ready for decision-making for our own leaders. So we've been trying to bring that data together to make it easier to analyze um, and to research. And we've been building a data lake house environment using um, AWS um, and some of the native tools that are available there, uh, as well as Databricks as our uh, data engine. Inside of those um, environments, we're also leveraging um, Python and SQL um, to build our data and to aggregate it um, and to start doing our analysis. And of course, uh, I can't end without saying that having a um, a dashboard delivery uh, mechanism is also yeah. really critical um, because that's how people actually interact. That's how executives interact with data and, and making sure that we understand how to, um, to build effective dashboards, have the right amount of information that are updated, that are resilient, um, is is really important to us as well. And oh, by the way, that highlights the importance of your mission within the agency, right? It, 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 it's fine to have the data. It's fine to be able to give the data. It's critical to be able to give the data to the non-technical executive in a form and fashion in which A, they trust it, and B, they find it useful. Pretty yeah, correct summation. Yeah, that's yeah. technology's goal. Yeah, sounds like so. It I hadn't realized the integration across multiple agencies. The uh, as you put it well, the all of government approach that hadn't occurred to me prior to the discussion. So, thank you for pointing that out. It sounds like a gigantic uh, integration challenge. You touched on uh, when you were discussing earlier. You touched on um, the importance of the human relationship between you know both with executives within your agency as well as across government and fostering ongoing communications um, on, on that, you know, pivoting on that point, how do you find the human capital that you need to support uh, a rapidly changing, high, heavily, highly complex environment like that? How do you find them? How do you attract and retain them? It's really, it's really difficult. I mean, I'm not trying to, I, I don't want to like over, oversell this, um, but getting really good people is a challenge and it's something that takes up a lot of my time, like both in terms of like strategizing about about how to do it and actually like operationalizing, like the, you know, the actual hiring of the people, talking to people, socializing um, with potential candidates, trying to get people interested in the, the federal government. So it's not always easy. We don't have in all cases the most competitive salaries um, with the private sector, you know, especially in some of the more technical fields. Um, but what we can offer is a really exciting mission um, and the ability to do a lot um, in a short amount of time. Yeah. So one of the strategies that I have uh, for trying to, to get good people in there is, this is going to sound kind of obvious, but just making sure that 
we have killer products. Um, so when people go and see what we produce online, you know, to the, you know, we have public products and products that we consume internally, but for our public products, when people go and see those, I want them to, to think like, wow, that's amazing. Who are these people? Like, how can right. I think about uh, getting a job and, and working for them? So we have a website called usaspending.gov where we publish information on um, the how the US, gover US government spends money um, on contracts, uh, for example. That's all there on grants, on loans. I and mean, we want to really make that experience of going and getting that data a good experience for people. Um, right so that they can understand the federal government. Uh, but also in my list of reasons is so people are interested in, um, and this is a place to, to work. And honestly, another thing that I would, I would recommend to anyone who's listening to this is that, uh, is just getting out there and doing things like this, like talking to you um, is a way to kind of help promote the brand of the, the place that you're working for. I remember being at a conference um, a year or so ago and, I, I came off, uh, I was like getting ready to go and, and do a panel and, and somebody saw my badge and they said, uh, it said, you know, Bureau of the Fiscal Service. And they said, oh, I feel like I've heard of the Fiscal Service and I, I feel like you guys are doing a lot of cool things there. And I was like, that is why I'm here so that you think that um, <laughs> and you think this is like is a good place. So that's part of it. Um, it's just making sure that when people see what we are producing, they are thinking like, this is an interesting place, has hmm. a good mission, they produce really good work. I, in speaking with other government leaders, I know some of them have done a lot of work reaching out to directly to the colleges and some all the way down to high school, um, trying to find folks, you know, that, that would consider a career in their area. I would think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, somebody with a background in data analytics in the uh, in the in the college level and or uh, a CPA or accounting, it would be a fantastic place to start, or even a mid mid career where you're blending both the accounting and the uh, and the analytics. So that is that a fair estimation? Am I capturing what you might need? Well, yeah, absolutely. We do hire a lot of accountants. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of people with accounting backgrounds um, who work um, at, at Treasury and at the the Fiscal Service. And we also are trying to start hiring more people with uh, with data science backgrounds. You know, I've been doing this long enough uh, where uh, when I started, like having a degree in data science, like wasn't a thing, you know, right. so what we're used to doing is looking for people who have, I guess, for lack of a better term, like a diversity of different experiences, like we'll hire people who have a stats background or an econ background or other like quantitative social science background or computer science um, or accounting and just try to like put the pieces together but now people are going to school and getting degrees in uh in analytics and data science um, so that's like a great skill set to come to the table with um obviously as well yeah yeah well i mean you got a multivariate problem uh, you know between the accounting integration of all of government uh being able to handle the relationship side that frankly is the secret sauce and then uh, you need some serious people because what you do is a very critical function for government. So uh, finding the people, attracting them, motivating them, retaining them is is critical. And uh, thank you for taking your time and our best wishes from CDO Magazine. Thank you. Thanks, Bill.